COVID-19 really highlighted the importance of agriculture in particular, you know, from temporary supermarket shortages to more permanent urban food deserts. I think it illustrates the interconnectedness of our whole ag supply chain. Well, this is the Ag Bioscience Podcast with Agrinovis Indiana. Welcome and thank you for joining us. I'm Gary Dick with Inside Indiana Business. And this week, excited to bring you two guests as we talk about uh, a unique collaboration between IU and Purdue. Mickey Pike Hamstra is the Assistant Dean of Graduate Programs at the IU McKinney School of Law. Nicole Olnick-Widmar is the Associate Department Head and Graduate Chair at Purdue University School of Agriculture. And ladies, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I want to talk, obviously, uh, get a little in-depth on this uh, partnership, IU and Purdue, competitors on the uh, the athletic fields <laughs> and, and courts. But in this, um, uh, you know, in this arena, really exciting partnership that could pay some big dividends for the universities as well as the state of Indiana. Mickey, I'll start with you uh, kind of right off the bat. Tell me a little bit about your history. How did you get to where you are at the IU McKinney School of Law? Sure. Um, I joined IU out of a desire for international relations and connections. So for me, building relationships across cultures started probably in fifth grade. I was part of an exchange program in France where I lived three weeks with a French family and then hosted a French sister in return. Um, and then as a high schooler, I did the IU Honors Program in Foreign Language, where I actually lived on a dairy farm of all places for almost two months. So I think those early experiences opened my eyes to international relations and education in particular, which then I studied in college and graduate school and uh, eventually, obviously, became my profession. But I think that in particular, this love of connecting people across cultures um, brought me to IU McKinney when they were launching the original Master of Laws program which is a, a separate program that brings foreign lawyers to Indianapolis for further study. So then last year, 2020, my role evolved when I was asked to lead the Master of Jurisprudence program, the one that we're uh, highlighting today. And forging international partnerships gave me the skills I think needed to leverage like cross-disciplinary graduate programs. So again, expanding the power of law to non-lawyers in this particular program has been really exciting. And cultivating a partnership with Purdue uh, was a great fit for both institutions and our students. Nicole, how about your path to Purdue? So I actually started out studying uh, dairy science and animal science before moving into agricultural economics for my master's and PhD work. And so I came to Purdue in 2010 uh, after graduating graduating from Michigan State and started teaching farm business management. And I have a research and extension program that centers on on-farm decision-making and thinking about all of the components that impact farm decisions, uh, both supply chain kind of supply to the farm, as well as consumer side and how people perceive products, et cetera. Uh, I have now moved into this graduate chair role here in the Department of Ag Economics. So I oversee our master's and PhD programs. Uh, that's a particularly exciting role for me. So I think unlocking the kind of potential of research for both master's and PhD students and seeing the different pathways that that can take in agricultural industries and related industries uh, is particularly valuable to me in terms of this current role, in addition to helping people find their passion, right? So whether that's interdisciplinary, transdisciplinary, or how we connect these different pieces. So IU and Purdue offering now a joint ag law degree. I know we covered it uh, a fair amount at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Uh, I think it's a very interesting uh, collaboration, and it comes at a time when there's so much momentum in the ag bioscience space, and I think around agriculture and food uh, in general, uh, Nicole, I'll, I'll start with you on this. How, how did this collaboration, this partnership, how did it come together? What really sparked it? So the concept of more 
law knowledge within ag industries has been growing for a long time, right? And so that's both on the kind of traditional agriculture side, as well as when you think about food law or regulation of consumer side and how products are labeled. And so that, that entire area has been growing for some amount of time, um, longer than I've been here for sure. So I think that the instigation point has been there for a while. As far as coming together with the degree programs, I think that MJ and the MS are kind of natural fits for each other in the sense that the MS is preparing someone from the ag econ perspective to be able to do higher level analytics, think about in-business decision-making. And then if you add the MJ, which I won't, I'll let Mickey give you details, but uh, if you add the MJ component, then you're also giving someone the capacity to talk about law within that organization and what on-farm or in-business decision can you think of that's not directly impacted by either uh, you know, a regulatory component or labeling or some other aspect in that way. So I think those two things coming together is very natural, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mickey, how does the, um, how does the degree program work? Uh, uh, how do students apply and credit hours? How does that all work in this, uh, in this collaboration? Sure, we allow them to maximize uh, the two programs by overlapping some credits. So the students still apply to both programs. Independently, they get admitted to both programs. They follow the same admission policies for both programs. And the total credit requirement then is 51 credits. So Purdue's component is 36 credits. So 21 of those are taught by Purdue University Ag uh, profs. And then they bring in 15 credit hours for McKinney as ag electives. But then the McKinney portion itself, the MJ program requires 30. So that 30 plus the 21 or what brings about the 51 credits. In terms of IU students uh, considering a law degree, uh, as you look at this collaboration, what opportunity does it bring for those uh, aspiring law students? Sure. I think this program in itself is unique because the MJ is a non-practicing law degree. So it's different than the JD. And it's what makes us unique nationally that we have this um, partnership, MJMS. It seems to be the first in the nation. So put simply, I think you can just understand the law is not just for lawyers. So our American legal system is integral part of our society and economy that we need basically more people at the table. So the more legal knowledge uh, people in the field have, the better that they can do their job and make an impact. So I think these MJMS students with multidisciplinary education at Ag Law will be able to make the kinds of creative and significant contributions to the farm, the industry, and the policy levels that we need them to do. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, for Ag Econ students um, exploring careers in the Ag Biosciences, and there are so many career paths you can take there. What does this, this special, especially really do for them? Yeah, so I think this can help, um, again, bring more people to the table. So when you, I'll just pick on a few, but as you said, there's a very diverse set of career paths that an agricultural economics master's student might consider. Uh, we talk a lot about thinking about policy as it relates to commodities or on-farm production or thinking about, um, I mean, so we could talk about the farm bill, but that's probably a separate podcast. Uh, so you could think about commentary in terms of how those policies or regulatory changes impact on-farm decisions, or you could switch entirely and think about how changing labeling laws or other aspects of how we govern food systems alters what's available in a retail supermarket setting. Again, COVID-19 really brought a lot of this to light. So did we think about things like waiving 
speeds for processing products. And so we've talked a lot about how to alter those systems under stress. And all of those things come back to, you know, what's allowed in this circumstance and how do you interact with a regulatory agency? And so you could see room for an increased appreciation of the legal side from any of the people involved in that decision making, whether it's at the farm level, whether it's at regulatory institutions, or when you think about within our food system. I'll ask both of you this one. And Nicole, I'll, I'll start with you. But what's been, what's been the reaction uh, to the news uh, of this of this program. Uh, when I saw it, I remember I thought it was very interesting and, and a really, you know, a great fit and in a, a byproduct of Indiana having a great system of higher educational institutions. But what's just kind of been the general uh, kind of student uh, reaction? So I think people are indeed very excited. We've always had discussions within agricultural economics about policy and informing decision making at the national, state, and local levels. And how that kind of trickles down through various sectors of the economy and impacts each of us, whether you think about rural development, investment in broadband internet, which has been a huge discussion during COVID when everyone's at home. And all of those aspects have both an economics component and a legal regulatory component. So we've gotten interest and conversations from people from all of those sectors, not just exclusively what you would think of as traditional ag. I think the reaction's been very positive. That said, it's been an interesting time in the last year for people to think about making big decisions. So we've had some really good opportunities to have conversations with people about planning ahead for future educational endeavors and thinking about, you know, what timing works out well. And as you know, it, it's just been an interesting kind of human behavior and decision-making era that we've been talking about this through. So I think it's been wildly positive in terms of the potential that's here and trying to help people think through how to plan for that spin. From a talent, you know, it's talent is such a huge issue, obviously, in Indiana, not just in the ag bioscience space, but across all sectors. And how do we, you know, keep more talent, attract more talent here? Uh, Mickey, from your standpoint, as you look at, at, at this, this collaboration, what does it do potentially to really enhancing, improving uh, the uh, state's talent pool when it comes to the ag bioscience space? Well, I think first off, you know, IU and Purdue's proximity to agribusinesses provides a lot of fertile ground for access to training and practical applications of legal and agricultural economics concepts in the field. So that's just very exciting. Everybody is that I've talked to is very interested in getting involved in that. But I think in general, offering a dual degree that draws on these prestigious programs from two top tier state institutions is just a powerful combination. I think we're highlighting the agrobioscience, you know, possibilities, which will attract talented applicants who otherwise may not have considered these previously hidden opportunities. I think we're drawing in talent that will want to stay in Indiana and shape the future of ag bioscience and make lasting, frankly, transformative change in this industry. As you look at this partnership and the potential, uh, and Mickey, I'll start with you and Nicole, give you the last word, but could there be additional partnerships between IU and Purdue that makes sense? Could this be the start of something that, that could be bigger? I think definitely. I know you were teasing earlier about a spirited rivalry on the <laughs> basketball court and football right. field, perhaps, but I think that competitive drive that gives our institutions the spirit and enthusiasm that we've always had also gives us tremendous potential in our partnerships throughout the entire higher ed ecosystem. So Indiana's home to nationally and internationally recognized programs, law, agriculture, business. I mean, the sky is the limit. 
So I think this is the beginning of a great idea where you'll see institutions in Indiana really putting forth their signature programs, partnering, being innovative and meeting a demand that our state has to be, you know, to continue to be this leader in ag science. Nicole, I'll give you the, uh, the last word on that and the, the potential for, uh, you know, additional partnerships down the road. I think this is a huge opportunity. Um, so I think, yes, both institutions are very competitive. Uh, our department is competitive also, but I think part of that competition is helping students find their path forward in the best way possible. And so um, in certainly in this case and in other cases as well, we do have other programs that collaborate uh, with IU here in the Department of Agricultural Economics. I think to form the partnerships and collaborations that give the students the best foot forward uh, in order to bring together top talent and be able to help them launch careers to where they're trying to go, right? So I think ultimately the goal here is to propel students towards their future successes. And that's going to take creative uh, planning, creative kind of forethought in terms of how you help people find the right expertise to join together. And I think this is a great example of being able to do that. Well, an exciting and unique partnership between uh, two of the state's uh, great institutions, IU and Purdue, a joint ag law degree. Perhaps it will be uh, the start of something even bigger. It's been a real pleasure to have uh, Mickey Pike Hamstrom, the Assistant Dean of Graduate Programs at the IU McKinney School of Law, and Nicole Olnick-Widmar. She's the Associate Department Head and Graduate Chair at Purdue University School of Agriculture. Season four of the Ag Bioscience Podcast. Find more episodes on the latest in innovation, entrepreneurship, and talent in Indiana's ag bioscience space. Just visit the news page at agronovisin.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick and produced by Kayla Chittister and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.